Perik Aleph, Mishnah Yerches, opening up with the introduction. Rabbi Shimon of our Mishnah is the grandson of Rabbi Shimon mentioned in the previous Mishnah, the son of Rabbi Gamil II of Yavna, and the father of Yehuda Hanasi. He headed the Sanhedrin after the Bar Kokhva rebellion, and during the uprising and the subsequent Roman persecution, he went into hiding, apparently in Bavel. And when the storm was over, he returned to Yehuda and was elected to take the place of his forebears as the Nasi. He established his home at Usha in the Galil. And like his father, Rabbi Gamil II, he zealously guarded the honor of the office of the Nasi and worked untiringly to strengthen it with a view to uniting under its canopy the widely scattered remnants of Klai Yisrael. An echo of the dreadful persecution that followed the revolt is found in Abishim's remarks uh, concerning Miguel's Esther, in which I recorded the troubled events in Mitzaris, which we said our, our forefathers. The Gemara Shabbos says that we also cherish the memories of the sorrows, but what shall we do? If we try to record them, we would never catch up, as they persist without respite, explains Rashi. He also said, following the destruction of the Bishamikdash, we should by right, we should not be eating meat, nor should we, nor should we be drinking wine. But we imposed upon the Tzibur only a decree that we could be sayful. Since we can't be sayful, it was never decreed. And his numerous pronouncements of halacha were supplemented by pithy observations, such as, we do not build monuments for the righteous, their very words constitute their memorials. And also, every mitzvah for which our fathers gave up their lives in times of persecution is upheld in public. But any mitzvah of which they did not give up their lives in times of persecution, its practice, it remains unstable. It's roughly, it's like weak in our hands. So with that in mind, says the Mishnah. On three things the world stands. Now some of the Gersa Kayim, it endures. Meaning he's saying that there are three things that the Yishev of B'nai Adam is Meskayim, it endures. And the Miri explains that the, the, the three, we had three things that Shimon HaSadik said. Back at Mishnah Beis, he said Torah, Avodah, and Gimnas Chasadim. So those are Sibas Mitzvah. Those are the pillars of the world. Ubuzol, and without them, the world will just perish. You have to have Torah. You have to have Avodah. You have to have Gimnas Chasadim. Therefore, Shimon Hatzadik used the word Haolam Omi. The word st- the, the world stands. But Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he's not talking about any Medaber Allah Hakim. He's talking about the world enduring Kiyam. Hamidane shall the the social the the, the socio uh, political framework of the world, and therefore he uses the word kaim that the world endures. That's the chilek, the difference. Therefore, he says the word kaim olam kaim kizulas hadavar malol. Without these things, the world will be filled with chamas with hatred. Viachrivu zeh and will be destroyed. Al hadin on din on judgment. Sheitztiku was the tzaddik makes the tzaddik righteous. Viachshu the rasha and make the wicked wicked. And save someone who's being robbed. Call dying every judge. Should done the judges that didn't emits a truthful judgment. He becomes a partner with the Kodesh Baruch Hu in the creation of the world. And he brings God's divine glory on Klal Yisrael. Unbelievable. When it says, it's as if he's filling up the world with chasad. Therefore, din is so important. And on truth, do not lie. One man to his fellow. So, if you listen to Hashem and you you you, you do the the yashar, the justice in Hashem, this is maso matan. This is business. Whoever does business, his day-to-day practice is done with faith and with righteousness and with truth. People are happy with you. 
if you do your business, your day to day things with faith and with MS, it's as if you fulfilled the entire Torah. Torah considers the Kilukiyim Kala Torah Kula. Shalom, and the third item is peace. Ben Amalchis between the governments and between man and his fellow, you have to have peace. As it says, Vesati Shalom Ba'aretz. And maybe you'll say, you know, there's food and there's drink. If there's no peace, then there's nothing. I'll give Shalom in the land. The Shalom is equal to everything. You can have food, you can have drink, but if you, have, if you don't have Shalom, it's worthless. Shalom is equal to everything. Shalom is Shakal Kanagat Hakal. The Aidamru, Gadul Hashalom, Shalom is so great. Even if clients are being worshipped, they're worshipping Avodah Zara. But there's Shalom between them. They're not fighting. Ain Midas Hadin Pogaspam. The Midas Hadin is not invoked on Kaiswal. As it says, Chavar Atzavim Ephraim Hanachlo. However, if there's Machlokas amongst Kaiswal, there's no Shalom. Even if they're fulfilling the Torah, the Midas Hadin is invoked on them. As it says, Chilak Libam Ata Yashemu. Once your hearts are divided, now you'll be negligent. Mikanshi Gadul Hashalom Vasan Machlokas. Great is Shalom and hated is Machlokas. Shtemer, as it says, MS U Mishpat Shalom Shiftu Bishahrechem. Truth, justice, and peace you should judge in your gates. Yishalmi says, Vishalashtam Davra, they're all one thing. Nasahadin Nasa MS Nasa Shalom. Vishalashtam, they're all from one Pasak. MS U Mishpat Shalom Shiftu Bishahrechem. And the other information explain the Pasak. Im Tishpatu Mishpat Sedak Shvishalom. If you judge a righteous and peaceful judgment, Tizgi Bizaycha Liyeshi, if they sit in your gates, the target is a guarantee. Run after righteousness in order that you live and inherit the land. Rashi explains, point to, to, to give life to Klai Yisrael and to place them on their land. So with that, we conclude Perak Aleph. And moving along to Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph, opening up with the introduction as well. Here we're discussing Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, who is also known as Rebbe. So the title Rebbe, when it's anonymous, when it's explained, it refers to Yudah Nasi, who is a Nasi, and he compiled the Mishnahis as well. And he's the son of Reb Shimon. And he was called Rebbe without his personal name, rather than Rabban, like we had mentioned that Rabban was bestowed upon the Nasiim of Beis Hillel, signifying that he was the Rebbe par excellence of Klal Yisrael. That's why he got Rebbe. Because of his outstanding scholarship and piety, he was also known as Rabbeinu HaKadosh, our holy teacher, in the introduction to his commentary on the Mishnah, the Rambam writes that Rebbe was unique in his generation and preeminent in his era, a man of all excellent qualities and virtues, privileged to be called by his, contempor- by his contemporaries, Rabbeinu HaKadosh. He reached the pinnacle of wisdom and nobility of character, as said in the Gemara. From the days of Moshe to Rebbe, we had not seen Torah and Gedullah combined in one person. He was a man of unsurpassed saintliness and humility, elegant in speech and unrivaled in the command of Lashon HaKodesh. Upon the death of his father, Rebbe assumed the post of Nasi and discharged it with great authority. He gathered around him most of his illustrious scholars of his generation and dedicated himself to the, to the monumental task of composing and editing the Mishnayas. He, he lived in, in Beit Sharim, in the southern western part of the lower Galil, where he founded his great yeshiva, and consequently the Sanhedrin, which formerly sat in Usha, um, and later in Shfar'am, also moved to Beis Sha'arim. And during the last 17 years of his life, when his health was failing, he moved to Tipari, where, where, with, with its healthy and refreshing climate over there. And our mission now, Rebbe, to teach us how to serve a Kodesh Baruch and how to avoid sin. Says the Mishnah. Rebbe, I'm Rebbe, says, 
What is the proper path that a person should choose for his for his life to be knowing all the time? The derech, which is not vitova, pleasant and good, to the person who is performing it to yourself, and is a splendor to other people as well. People are going to praise him and glorify his acts. Because he's going in this path. The Rambam writes, the Kavani here is derech amsa, the middle road. Kegain, the divas, being generous. She had derech amsa, it's the middle road. Being generous is being is the middle road. Between pizranos, ubein kamsanos, between being too generous and between being a constant being stingy. Because if you're stingy, it's good for you. You're filling up your pockets with, with money, but it's no good for the people that are around you. And if you're a positive, you just spend all your money. It's great that people that are around you, you know, you're their hero, you're just giving them money. But it's awful for you. It's you know you can be left with nothing. You'll become broke. So therefore, what's the right path? You take the middle path. Okay. And V'yesh Karsim Sama the Gersa La Oseha. Before I should explain the Kavanah is going on Kadosh Baruch Hu, meaning Yismach Yisal Ba'Osav Upirshu Sheyu Ma'isav Shel Adam Tukanim. Person's actions should be Tukanim Ashtei Behem Nachas Ruach L'Shemayim V'Libiyas. That your actions should be pleasant to Kadosh Baruch Hu and to the people around you, as opposed to yourself. And people around you. There's two different ways to learn this. One has to be careful with a light mitzvah like the stringent mitzvah. A mitzvah which seems to be light in your eyes. Be careful like a mitzvah which is strict in your eyes. You don't know the reward for mitzvahs. After Shematan Shal Mitzvah, it's possible that the reward for a mitzvah that may be light in your eyes is a great, great reward. God is even greater than a mitzvah which is chamur in your eyes. Everything the Torah tells you, you got to show you got to guard it. Because you don't know, you know, which mitzvah is giving you life. There's some mitzvahs that give you reward right next to it. Some of the rewards only in Olam Haba. Some of you already received the reward. You should consider the loss, meaning, consider the loss that you get by doing a mitzvah. reward, Meaning, say you have to spend money, you know, on the mitzvah. Consider the reward you get in Olam Haba uh, to, to what you've done by spending this quote unquote loss of money for the mitzvah. Maybe I'll spend some money on the parasitis, but look at the reward you'll get in Olam Haba. And the profit and the, and, the, and the pleasure that you have from a sin, think about it. Can I get the loss? Can I get the punishment which is waiting for a person to have a as it says, You should gaze at three things. You will not come to do sin. If you think about these three things, you will not come to sin. Know which is above you. Tell me you should know which is above you. A seeing eye. Right? As it says, and it says, Nowadays it's very easy to relate to this. There's cameras everywhere uh, recording what you're doing. Ozen Shemas, a hearing ear. She Shemas, that he hears all of your words. Shemar, as it says, Anota Ozen Halishma. Nowadays everything's recorded. All of your deeds are written in a book. Galuyim, they're open and known to Baruch Hu, as if they're written in a book. And nowadays we can relate to that. 
everything is being recorded. Everything is, there's cameras, there's recordings. Even if you're an employee somewhere, everything that you're doing can be written down in, in, in different archives and different, you know, uh, data. So it's, this is really, really related to this. So if you keep this in mind, you will not come to do sin. And other Mepharshim explained that the three things are like this. Which is above you, meaning believe in the actual Metzius of HaKadosh Baruch Believe in God. And then two, Ayin Rov, Ozen Shemaz, a seeing eye and hearing ear, Shetamen Bashkechoso, Veshu Meshalim Lachol Adam Kamasiyo, that there's divine providence, and it pays a person according to his deeds. That Vechomasecha, in all your actions, Besefer Dechtavim, that if you do a sin, you know, you, you're not going to get away with it. Shein Chayiv Nimchak Belay Peron, the debt's not going to be erased without being paid. And the, the, the sin will not be erased without a little bit of punishment. And by doing a mitzvah, it doesn't save you from the Avera. If mitzvah, isn't removed the Avera. And a person's going to be punished by according to his sin, and will receive reward according to his mitzvahs. And it's just like, this basic protocol. Now, of course, you can do teshuva to get rid of the sin, but otherwise, there's going to be punishment for your sin. This is how others explain these three things. So number one, to know, just believe in God. Number two, to believe in the divine providence that you'll be, a person gets paid according to his actions. And three, everything's written in the book, meaning there's no getting away with it. If you do a sin, you get punished. If you do a mitzvah, you get rewarded. And you can't avoid the sin just by doing mitzvahs. Unless, of course, you do teshuva, that'll erase the sin. But otherwise, there's going to be payment for a sin which is committed.